0: G'day Trendsetters, welcome to episode 574 of the TrainSmooth podcast. My name is Tim Egg and if you have a question for the show, jump on through to the website trainsmooth.com or send me through an email tim at trainsmooth.com. You can also follow my training at coronavirus.com. It's exciting, not a lot's been going on in my little world because I'm batch recording these Episodes at the moment, so as you'd expect, not a lot has happened in the last twenty minutes. So we will bash through to the next question, which comes from Brendan, who writes. This is a long question. Oh come on, mate! Stop doing long questions. No, manager. It's funny. Um, it's funny with the questions because I read a lot. I'm always reading a book, and in my head, and I read quietly in my head. And never an issue. Always perfect. Yeah, you know, I'm never umming and aring. It's just bloody perfect in my head. Unfortunately, I don't read like that verbally out loud. It's I'm absolutely a horrible reader out loud. And you know, unfortunately for me, I've got a whole podcast based around me reading people's questions out. So it doesn't. So I'm spittering and spattering and umming and aring and twisting and turning and ah. Uh, but anyway. Brendan's long question, not sure if worded correctly, on coronavirus.com. Oh, I just had to plug that one more time. Uh, on, a, on, a, on your post, you mentioned TSS and, and CTL, so training stress score and chronic training load. You said it dropped by 10 due to two missed days. I would have assumed that. There is no or very minimum loss of fitness due to two missed days. You, uh, can you explain what this means? And I would have assumed that there would be no or very minimal f- physical changes in fitness. We've we've missed we've missing two days on missing two days. What does a what does a drop of ten mean? Can you can that be quantified in power, etc. Sorry if this is a stupid question. It's all right, mate. I'll forgive you. Also, <laughs> um, how do you balance recovery if taking a day off drops that, this value? Can this lead to overtraining? Have have to train to get get it up, and taking a day off means it drops, which leads to overtraining and being unable to train. So, a good question. So, um, I did a post on coronavirus God, good site that. Yeah, um, it's a good subject. Yeah, um, I, I did a post on coronavirus and about my. Um, training stress scores, chronic training load, leading into Ironman cans and what my um, predicted target for over the next um, six months would be leading into 70.3 Tassie. Um, so the training stress scores is v- and chronic training load. So your chronic training load is your fitness, so basically a fitness number. And... Um, which is accumulated through daily training stress um, it, I had a target of to hit 160 chronic training load number to for Ironman cans before leading into my into my um, to, well, actually the original target was 170 but uh, um, I missed two days um, he's talking about when I when it dropped 10 I had missed two training days now i should have gone into a little bit more information on that but um but my chronic training load dropped 10 by because i missed two days of training which you think well who cares two days which which basically that's what you said you've missed two days how much can you lose um it was two very very key days it was um it was. I'm just thinking now. It, there was um, one day. It was about seven hours worth of training, and the next day it was. Yeah, it was a six-hour bike ride. Um, one day followed by um, a small brick run, and um, a gym session that night. The next day it was going to be a, a three-hour run, and um, oh, I think it was a ninety-minute bike ride and so and so we're, we're now um so what's that 11, 11 and a half hours worth of training gone for over two days that's a significant amount of volume gone and in these are, and when you're hitting you're trying to aim for a target of 160 170 you know whatever your target is to hit because that's the level of fitness you want to be come race day um you can't be missing out on 10 hours 11 12 hours worth of training in a week um through that week i'd have to go back and and check but i didn't i I think that was one of the few weeks i i couldn't even get close to um i think it was like 12 13 hours of training that week instead of a minimum of 20 hours a week which what what I, i was aiming for every every single week um and so, I, it took me uh, three weeks to get that number back to to what I what. Just missing those two days, if you look, and you've got, also got to take into account the type of training I do. Um, six, I, I I ride five to six days a week. I swim three, generally three days a week. Sometimes four days a week. I cycle, as I said, five to six days a week and I run three to four days a week, gym three, two to three days a week. Um, so you're not going to if I can miss a session on the, on the, on the gym, it's probably not going to drop too much. If I miss a session or two sessions on the bike, that drops significantly because I'm riding five to six days a, a week. Um, chronic, when you're training to training stress goal and chronic training load, it rewards very being very, 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 very consistent. It punishes you when you're not consistent. Um, it's and it's a fitness number. Can you um, accumulate it to a power? or Can you quantify it as you know power made, power lost? Probably not so much by ten losing ten overnight. We're not talking about it a lot, but over the big picture uh, of a whole training build-up, if you're trying to get to Kona um, and you're against other people who have the chronic training load number of around that 150, 60, 70, you need to be in that ballpark to be... you know, to, to have that fighting chance. You get, I can't go there with a training stress score. For instance, um, if I go, you know, two weeks after I in my training, I'd have to check, but my training stress score, oh, sorry, my chronic training load dropped, the, dropped the crap load over two weeks, um, because I had a week off and a week of very, very little. Um, that, you, that's a lot of fitness loss over 2 weeks and you you're not going to be anywhere near the same finishing time as in an ironman as that i can do, start go to a um a starting line with a chronic training load of 120 and go to a starting line with 160 and there'd have to be a significant amount of time difference between them One's going to fade really quickly. One, one's not. Um, Alan Cousin has on his website um, levels of. Um, see if I can bring it up here while I'm talking, because um, I'm. I don't think I'm doing a very. I don't think I'm doing it a lot of justice. Um, trying to articulate what I'm try- trying to talk about here. Uh, hang on, I'll, ju- I'll hit pause and find this number Alright, I'm back um, So so he has six levels when we're talking about chronic training load so level one is under forty five your chronic training loads under forty five that's just health and fitness which I in these I really do agree with every one of these things um, you, you can build your fitness uh, chronic training load up to a hundred pretty easy but once it starts getting over a hundred it does become a lot harder to build and build and build and build and build it's a a lot of work it's a it's a hell of a commitment so but his level two is between 45 and 75 um which is recreation um i think mine's sitting at about 85 at the moment so i'm in this development stage that's level three 75 to 105 now we start progressing between 105 and 135 is competitive uh, level five is top amateur 135 to 165 so i was around this for my chronic training load leading into Cairns. um that's that's where i was that's where i was sitting you, you and he, here he's, he will talk about what your um uh, vo2 would be um what the training hours that would take to get there so um and they're pretty damn spot on and, and he's you know one of the top age group coaches in the world so you'd expect this to be pretty pretty well spot on but from what i've seen these are, are pretty well spot on and top um top elite age groupers and pros they're going to have a chronic training load of 165 to 200 now again you know that's serious training hours I was listening to an age-grouper's interview. uh, Like, um, what was his name? Matt Carr, I think he is. He he won um, St. George, um, the top age-grouper there. And I think he's trying to become the top age-grouper in Kona, who's pretty well just a pro triathlete at this stage. He's, um, you know, especially when you hear his. Taking six weeks off to go overseas for heat acclimation, um, ready for Kona and stuff like that. His his chronic training load leading into um, St George, I think, was to, was um, a little bit over two hundred, which is that you're talking anywhere between twenty five and thirty hours of training a week or generally closer to 30 hours a week of continuous training month in month out. We and and we're not talking about oh in the last 12 weeks we're, we're talking six seven months worth of, of that building into it uh, but that that's why he's at that level but um um now do, where how do you um do, how do you post Put in recovery. It's it's you you put in your recovery where where, where it makes sense. Um, I'd already had easy days leading into into that week. Um, do I? You know you have to give the body a rest so it can um, so it can recover from the training load that train that tr- week where you're um, talking about that I that I mentioned in in my blog. It's. Um, I already had easy days. I, I was feeling fresh, um, but you know, my daughter had to go to hospital, and then I got called in to work. Both were on the two most important days of the week, or the some of the most in training important days in that whole training block. Really, they, that was. Um, and and it wasn't me complaining and making excuses. It was I, when I was just drawing a, a um, the graph of my chronic training load. I want, you saw a dip in it, and I wanted to make a, a point that the, the dip was because I missed two very important training days, which was, you know, 11, 12 hours worth of training over two days. And it was, um, and it took me three weeks of continuous training to get that number back. You can lose those chronic training load numbers real quick, but it takes a long time to get it back. Um, yeah it's it's crazy but it, it, it's just a, a particular way of of training and it's, it's it's this particular type of training isn't for everyone um but it does reward the ones that are very very consistent in their training um but it, but if for the athletes who aren't it, it's gonna it's gonna be cruel to all. If you guys have any other questions, jump on through to the website trainsmooth.com until next episode. Hero